kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider sharing it with a teacher, a classmate, a relative, or someone you think should hear it. And thanks. What does it mean to go through a change? Going through a change means something is happening. Something is different. Something is changing, which means something is gonna be different. Change is the process of one thing becoming another. Everybody goes through change. I think for me, what changes is when something becomes different. So, uh, for example, let's say um, I am five years old and all of a sudden I'm becoming stronger or I'm becoming taller or weaker, whatever that may be. We call that a change when something becomes different than where it was in the past. Welcome to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm a teacher, a librarian, and I'm your host. The voices you heard at the top of our show were from Jonah, Owen, Kai, and David. Each week, we talk about the big things going on in your world with a different author from our A Kid's Book About series. Hi, my name is David Kim. My Korean name is Chang Hyun, and uh, I am a Korean American uh, father. I have two young girls. They are five and three, Skylar and Zoe. I'm having a time of my life, and I'm also a pastor here in Silicon Valley, San Jose, California, and I'm the author of a kids' book about change. Change. What a huge topic. We all go through change. We all go through changes. We ourselves, we our families, we our communities. A lot of times we think that change is something that that we make to happen, but a lot of times actually change is something that happens to us. It's it's something that's done unto us. And in life, as you grow older, when you become five to six, six to seven, you'll see that many of the changes are actually out of our hands. And we are navigating, we're journeying to experience how to interact with various changes that come really outside our world. The transition you feel through change is unique to you and to the specific change you're going through. So talking to David, we both felt like the more specific we were in talking about change today, the more you each will be able to connect with the feelings of those specific examples we share. So let's start at the beginning of this book, but also at the beginning of David's life, or at least near the beginning. This is the book that I wish I had navigating change. And I wrote it for my 10-year-old self, moving from Korea to New York City. And if there was a resource for me or my parent, and my parents, they wanted to help me, but they didn't have any resource during the early 90s to help me 
work through some of these things about feelings and about different circumstances that are changing. And so I wrote it for my 10-year-old self. There's no guidebook on change. Maybe the best guide is learning from others as they navigate change or reflecting back on the changes you've experienced already. I've moved over 22 times in my life. And so that's a lot of changes, a lot of new neighbors, friends, schools, uh, cities. And in my book, I particularly talk about moving from South Korea, uh, Seoul, to New York City. And so even a change of learning a new language, eating new food, everything. It was a, such a fun and interesting experience. Moving 22 times is a lot. I was curious if that's the kind of change you could ever get used to. So I asked David. I have found that, that every time I move, I am both excited and sad. I am excited for a new adventure ahead, uh, meeting new friends, coworkers, neighbors, and new restaurants and food that may come with it. I'm a big foodie. I love food. and um, But also, I've also seen that every time I move that I'm sad because I am letting go of some of the important things, especially relationships, that I may not see for a while. And I don't know how long that may be. We put so much of ourselves into relationships. So when you move to someplace new, at least in my experience, it's hard not to feel like you're leaving a part of yourself behind. But at the same time, starting someplace new can come with its own challenges. Ones that can make us question ourselves or the things we love. Yeah, I remember going back to when I was 10, the first kind of experience that I had uh, bringing my Korean food into school was that I was ashamed of the particular smell. And I and here's the interesting thing. I didn't know it smelled until I moved to New York. And I saw that, oh, it is different. It is unique. Oh, maybe people then therefore, because it's different, it's something wrong, that there's something wrong with my food, that it's something that's something not welcomed into the school. And so navigating that was a little bit difficult and experiencing that change was particularly hard for me. And so therefore, I started to eat a lot of American food to almost cover and hide my Korean food. And um, yeah, I ended up really enjoying uh, the pizzas and, be in, and I was in New York City. So New York City bagels, New York City pizza, they're the best. And uh, but at the same time, I also missed my Korean food. So I was trying to navigate all of that. Listeners, I'm thinking about where you are in that story that David just shared. Have you moved with your family before? Or have you been in a space where people were questioning the food you ate? or the language you spoke, or the way you dressed, or just how you showed up in that space? By contrast, have you ever asked these types of questions to someone new in your space? As you sit with those thoughts, let's connect by thinking about how going through a change made you feel. Share your response with someone who may be listening with you, and then listen as they share too. How does going through a change make you feel? Going through a change makes me feel 
little happy and a little sad. Sometimes changes can be good changes and sometimes changes can be bad changes. Change makes me feel sad because it means one thing has gone and but it sometimes makes me feel happy because maybe that one thing that's gone is bad, but the thing it changed into is good. So it really just depends on what is changing and what's it changing into. Change can be good, change can be bad. In the end, it's more or less the same. I think it's different for every person in this world. Uh, but for me, I would say uncomfortable is my first feeling that I get because we talked about how change is something that becomes different. And so it's not something that I'm used to. And a lot of things that we're used to, we feel comfortable around it. And so the feeling that I get is, oh, I feel uncomfortable. Now, because I'm uncomfortable, that can lead to a little bit of fear, anxiety. I may be just scared or nervous or that uncomfortableness may kind of lead me to be curious and see, ooh, I wonder what that is, and I want to explore that, and maybe there's something uh, fun or adventurous ahead. And so th those are kind of the things that I feel. We'll be back in a minute with David in the answer to a question submitted by a listener right after this quick break. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our A Kid's Book About series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say, your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about change with David Kim. So, here's a funny thing. Change happens to everyone, literally everyone. And yet, many of us, or maybe even most of us, resist change. We try to avoid it. That habit is actually something that connects a lot of us, our resistance to change. I think we resist change because we as human beings like to be comfortable. <laughs> and when things get slightly uncomfortable we feel that we need to fight it off or try to make sure that that doesn't come into our territory. And so uh, by nature, in order for us to survive and be comfortable and be okay, I think we just resist change naturally. 
Resisting change can look like a lot of different things, but for David, and for me too, it sounds like distraction was a strategy he turned to a lot. Growing up, I didn't know at that time, but I watched a lot of movies, played a lot of video games. I'm not saying those are bad, but I was going through a lot of change and I was using that to make myself feel better about all the changes that I was going through. But now that I am growing and learning more about how to process it well, I look for a close friend who is a good listener. And I talk to him about some of the things that I am feeling about this particular change and the way he would respond in care and empathy and support that has helped me a lot in my journey. Kai, a listener in Montreal, Quebec, in Canada, asks this question. How many times have you gone through change during your life? Wow, that's a great question. Thanks for asking that. I can answer that in million ways. I love that. And I'm not sure what you're, uh, which angle you want me to answer. So I hope I'm doing my best. Here's what I'll say. I've gone through so many changes and I don't even know that I've gone through them. The immediate thing that comes to my mind is... I think I've gone through one or two big changes that I still remember how it impacted me. I want to move us, listeners, to talking about what we all can do to help others who are going through a change. But I think it's important to remind you and to remind myself of how necessary it is that we are able to see one another through the changes others are going through, even and especially if it's not something we have gone through ourselves. So as I shared, I am a Korean American. Um, and so in the last few weeks, few months, our Asian American community have been, we've been hurting a lot due to uh, increase of um, just violence. And one of the ways that my friends have helped me in that journey, even now, uh, they said, David, we have heard about these news that's happening around the country. And they just said this, what can I do to help you? And that question alone, even though I didn't have particular answers to that at that moment, felt the world to me. I felt seen, I felt supported. And, you know, down the road, I had few things that, you know, uh, I did say, but at that moment, even that question alone is an incredible source of encouragement and support. Stop for a moment and say this aloud. What can I do to help you? Say it again, and this time picture someone, anyone at all, who might need to hear it. What can I do to help you? Let those words become your superpower. Noticing what's happening around them and just asking, what can I do? How can I help you? Uh, what's going on? I would love to talk with you. Those are things that, are, that you can do anywhere. No matter what change you're going through, I hope that when you get to the other side, you find there are friends there to welcome you with care and empathy and support, just as David said. What seems like a small change to one may be a big change for another. So let's not judge anyone and let each individual work through that change on their own time and in their own pace, because I think we all approach it differently. 
Thank you to David Kim, author of a kid's book about change, for joining us today. And thanks to our very special kid voices for helping make this episode what it is. Hi, my name is Jonah and I'm 10 years old and I live in Maryland. Some of my favorite things are to play video games. Hi, my name is Owen. I I am nine years old and I am from Maryland. I like to draw and read. Hi, my name is Kai. I am eight years old and I live in Montreal. My favorite thing is Echo VR. It's a fun video game on the Oculus Quest. Thank you, Jonah, Owen, and Kai. If you want to be on a future episode of A Kid's Book About the podcast, or if you have a question you'd like us to consider, have a grown-up email us at listen at akidspodcastabout.com, and we'll send you the details. A Kid's Book About the podcast is written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner, with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory, and this show was brought to you by A Kid's Podcast About. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are found. And if you like this episode, consider sharing it with a friend, teacher, or grown-up. Join us next week for a conversation about anxiety with A Kid's Book About author, Ross Zabo. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, Thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.